you from me, Father Emil. Yes, a very warm welcome to you on this great feast of the Annunciation of the Blessed Virgin Mary. When Mary was asked to be the Mother of God, that's what we celebrate today. Couldn't do that during Holy Week, so we do it today on the 4th of April. Welcome to the program. I know you're traveling home from work. Hope you've had a good day. It's the beginning of another week, but it's lovely to be with you just to wind down the day, praising the Lord and thanking the Lord for the gift of this day and for all that has happened. And for those moments when things haven't gone all that well, well, let's ask the Lord for mercy and forgiveness. Well, it's lovely being with you again at the end of the day. And we're at the beginning of a new week, a new month. Also during this month, we, uh, in fact, today we welcome Father Brian and Dabaningi Mshanga, who comes to start work with us at Radio Veritas. So we welcome him warmly into our midst. Let's begin by asking the Lord to be with us. O God, come to our aid. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia. And being the Feast of Mary, we have some Marian hymns at our evening prayer.
And today, we celebrate the Feast of the Annunciation. We were unable to do that during Holy Week, so we do it today according to the order of the liturgy. So we go to March the 25th in your breveries for the celebration of the Annunciation. The angel of the Lord brought the good news to Mary and she conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit. Alleluia. The Lord's revelation to my master, sit on my right. Your foes I will put beneath your feet. The Lord will wield from Zion your scepter of power. Rule in the midst of all your foes. A prince from the day of your birth on the holy mountains. From the womb before the dawn I begot you. The Lord has sworn an oath he will not change. You are a priest forever, a priest like Melchizedek of old. The master standing at your right hand will shatter kings in the day of his wrath. He shall drink from the stream by the wayside, and therefore he shall lift up his voice. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The angel of the Lord brought the good news to Mary, and she conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit. Alleluia. Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive and bear a son, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. Alleluia. Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. Lord, hear my voice. O let your ears be attentive to the voice of my pleading. If you, O Lord, should mark our guilt, Lord, who would survive? But with you is found forgiveness, and for this we revere you. My soul is waiting for the Lord, I count on his word. My soul is longing for the Lord, more than watchmen for daybreak. Let the watchmen count on daybreak, and Israel on the Lord. Because with the Lord there is mercy and fullness of redemption, Israel indeed he will redeem from all its iniquity. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive and bear a son, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. Alleluia. I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be done to me as you have said, Alleluia. Let us give thanks to the Father, who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. 
For in him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. All things were created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be done to me as you have said. Alleluia. Our Gospel reading this evening is taken from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 1, verses 26 to 38. The angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. He went in. And he said to her, Rejoice, so highly favored. The Lord is with you. She was deeply disturbed by these words and asked herself what this greeting could mean. But the angel said to her, Mary, don't be afraid. You have won God's favor. Listen, you are to conceive and bear a son and you must name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David. He will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and his reign will have no end. And Mary said to the angel, But, but how can this come about, since I am a virgin? The Holy Spirit will come upon you, the angel answered, and the power of the Most High will cover you with its shadow. And so the child will be holy and will be called Son of God. And know this too, your kinswoman Elizabeth has in her old age herself conceived a son, and she whom people called barren is now in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible to God. I am the handmaid of the Lord, said Mary, and let what you have said be done to me. And the angel left her.
Well, we call this feast the Feast of the Annunciation. Not the Enunciation, the Annunciation. And I think a lot of people, maybe some of you listening now, have never heard this before, and you find it a rather strange uh, name of a feast. Well, what, first of all, what happened on this day? Well, I just read to you from the Gospel of Luke, and it's the story of the angel Gabriel bringing the message to Mary that she was to conceive and bear a son who will be called the Son of the Most High, the Son of God. His name will be Jesus. And, uh, and, and Mary was flummoxed. <laughs> she didn't know what to say. She just said, but I'm a virgin. How can this be? And this is the angel. The angel said, no, the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you and you will conceive and bear a son. And then the little tail end of the gospel today, and know this also that your kinswoman Elizabeth, who was an old lady at this stage, she you can see she was in her sixth month. I wonder whether this was news to Mary. I'm sure Mary must have known about this. But there were there it is, Elizabeth in the sixth month bearing great John the Baptist. And the story that applies to both of these is that nothing is impossible to God. So even though Mary has all the questions, how can this come about? I am a virgin and so on. In the end, I am the handmaid of the Lord, she says, and let what you have said be done to me. And then the angel left her. So what we celebrate today is this important breakthrough into our world. So I want to share with you today just a few thoughts about this Feast of the Annunciation and uh, the, uh, the realization that Mary comes to and then her response, let it be done to me as you have said. Where did Mary come from? Well, she was in the little town, a marginalized town called uh, Nazareth, a very small a little village indeed and so can anything good come from a little town like that you know that kind of attitude um, and I don't want to disgrace anybody who might be listening now but one could I suppose look at some of the little towns in the background in the backwoods of South Africa and say well can anything good come out of there I always love to see to hear of of presidents and uh, important people in our country who come from little towns in the Free State or in Limpopo, one of these areas, and they suddenly become great people in the, in the eyes of the world, in the eyes of South Africa. Anyway, Mary comes from the little town called Nazareth, very small town, little marginalized town, but uh, a town from from which and from where nobody important really comes. Joseph. Well, he's of the house of David. There's, there's a royal lineage attached to Joseph. And uh, he's Mary's, uh, um, not her husband yet, but she, he's the one that's going to accompany Mary during this time of bringing Jesus into the world. And we always call Joseph the spouse of Mary. So he's on the fringe, so to speak, is in, in the background here. The important characters in the story are the angel Gabriel, the Virgin Mary, and then we find the, um, the, the Joseph in, in the background somewhere, and then we hear of Elizabeth and so on. So it's Mary and the angel Gabriel. So what does Mary, what are the words that she receives? Well, the angel greets her with a wonderful greeting. Rejoice, rejoice, so highly favored, 
the Lord is with you. What a wonderful greeting. And in fact, it's a greeting that we can read through the Old Testament whenever the Lord visits his people. Rejoice, rejoice. It's God who is with you. But Mary was very disturbed at this, disturbed at an angel coming to her, saying these words, which she would have known from her knowledge of scriptures, were very important words. And then the angel gives her those very comforting words, don't be afraid. Again, another uh, little phrase that comes right through the Old Testament, don't be afraid, do not be afraid. It's Jesus using the same words, for example, when he meets the, when he um, walks on the waters, for example, and, uh, and the sea, the, the boat is going through rather rough seas, and Jesus says, don't be afraid, it's me, I'm with you. So, in all the, the, uh, the, the, the strangeness of the situation, rejoice so highly favored, don't be afraid, the Lord is with you. And in all this, Mary remains somewhat troubled in spirit deep down in her heart because she knows she's a virgin. How can this come about? It's the Lord that's going to bring this about. And in the end, Mary can simply say, let what you have said be done to me. That's the story, the very simple story of God breaking through the fertile womb of the Virgin Mary, of God breaking through the old barren womb of Elizabeth who brings John the Baptist into the world. And I think the story today, because we can go on and on about this, but time is very limited, but we should take away with us something of this Feast of the Annunciation for ourselves as well. Because I really do believe that just as God was breaking through the fertile womb of the Virgin Mary and breaking through the barren womb of Elizabeth, so also God wants to break through the, I don't know, you can call it the womb if you like, but to break through something of the hardness of our own hearts, wants to break through into our lives. And we are going to get the angel Gabriel appearing to us in some way, maybe not flapping his wings or anything, or not coming to us and saying, rejoice, so highly favored. But somehow God is going to speak to us in and through people around us. And we can sometimes harden our hearts to the message and the encounters that we are going to be having with and through people around us, maybe in our homes or even in our place of work and so on. But we need to stop short a little bit, as did Mary, and just ask ourselves, Lord, what is it that you are saying to me? And the Lord is going to say to you, don't be afraid. I am with you. I want to become part and parcel of your life, just as I became part and parcel of the life of the Virgin Mary. So God wants to become part and parcel of our lives. And I think... Our response to those moments when God really wants to break through into our lives, we should simply be quiet, mm, just cool it a little bit, step back and ask ourselves, Lord, what is it that you are saying? Is it difficult? Is it impossible? As it was with Elizabeth and with Mary. But whatever it is, Lord, if you want to break through into my life, let me say what Mary said. 
be it done to me according to your word. And the words of Jesus, who himself said, I have come to do your will, let it be done to me. And I think that's the kind of approach we need to have, so that the Feast of the Annunciation doesn't become something that that was celebrated so many years ago in that little town of Nazareth, but becomes a moment when God wants to break through into your life and into my life. And our attitude should simply be, Lord, let it be done to me as you will. Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Alleluia, alleluia. The Word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. Alleluia, alleluia. He was with God in the beginning. The Word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. Alleluia, alleluia. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. The Word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. Alleluia, Alleluia. The angel Gabriel said to Mary, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. You are the most blessed of all women. Alleluia. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on his lowly servant, and from this day, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The angel Gabriel said to Mary, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. You are the most blessed of all women. Alleluia. Eternal Father, on this day, through your angel, you made known our salvation to Mary. Full of confidence, we earnestly pray, Lord, fill us with your grace. You chose the Virgin Mary to be the mother of your Son. Have mercy on all who wait for your redemption. Through your angel, Gabriel, you brought a message of peace and joy to Mary. Give to the world the joy and peace of salvation. By the consent of your handmaid and the power of the Holy Spirit, your word came to dwell among us. Open our hearts to receive Christ as Mary the Virgin received him. You look with compassion on the lowly, and you fill the starving with good things. 
encourage the downhearted and help all those in need and comfort those near to death. To you, O God, nothing is impossible, and you alone do marvellous things. Save us, and on the last day, along with all the faithful departed, bring us to yourself. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Shape us in the likeness of the divine nature of our Redeemer, whom we believe to be true God and true man. Since it was your will, Lord God, that he, your word, should take to himself our human nature in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary, and we make our prayer through Christ our Lord. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you always. <laughs>
ask the Blessed Virgin Mary to pray for us. And I wish you all a very, very happy feast on this, the Feast of the Annunciation. It's been lovely being with you for the last half hour. Enjoy your evening. Have a restful evening. And I'll be back with you again tomorrow morning at 6. So from me, Father Emil, good night and God bless.